Hello from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where we are at Above the Laws Academy for Private Practice. I'm Monica Bay. Alma S.A. Nehal Mandani. Ned Gannon. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. So we just finished an amazing, amazing, amazing conference here in Philly. And all three of you were winners in a really wonderful event, which was the Alt Legal Innovation Awards. And everyone who were participating had three minutes to be able to tell people about their product, what it is. And then we had four, I think it was, judges. And we had an elaborate list of things to do. And it was very, very exciting. And all three of you were there. So, Alma, I'm going to start with you. First question for everybody is, tell us a little bit about your product and what it does. Allegory is a collaborative litigation knowledge management platform. And at a high level, it does two things. One, it links all the pieces of the case. So it ties together case documents such as filings, correspondence, work product, along with evidence, transcripts, witnesses, issues, puts them all in one place interconnected. And second, it automates everyday litigation tasks so it can take the process of creating a binder of hundreds of documents from a day-long process to a process that just takes a few minutes, just as one example. Tell us a little bit more. Allegory was built based on my experiences at Gibson Dunn as a litigator, and I got really frustrated that everyone was focused on e-discovery, but no one seemed to be focused on building a product focused on the actual practice of litigation. Um, so where we were using Excel, shared drives, and email to manage our cases, now litigation teams are able to use Allegory, and our clients include all the way from litigation boutiques as small as two people, all the way up to big law firms in the Vault 10. Thank you. Neil, same question to you. Tell us about your startup and how it's helping people. Sure. So AltLegal's cloud-based software that helps companies and law firms create, track, and analyze their intellectual property. Our software will help collect information needed for IP filing, take that information, and instantly create a new IP application, and then we connect directly with government office databases to analyze filings, keep them updated, and calculate all of the filing deadlines for attorneys and paralegals. So essentially automates a lot of administrative, tedious aspects of managing intellectual property. Terrific, Ned, your turn. Sure, so Ebrevia software uses machine learning technology to analyze and extract data from contracts and other legal documents. It's used by corporate legal departments, law firms, commercial real estate firms, and auditing consulting firms. And essentially the advantage of it is it's able to recognize concepts regardless of the vocabulary used to express them. And that's where the AI comes in. Ned, the second question for all of you is, tell us what the experience was to have three minutes to present to a live audience. <laughs> and uh, how'd you deal with it? What'd you learn? Yeah, so I think uh, always a challenge with a limited time frame is you want to convey as much information as possible, but you have to really condense that in a compelling way. I think one of the best parts of the experience for me is you get to see all these entrepreneurs revolutionizing the legal industry in different aspects and uh, kind of riding some of the, the trends that are impacting it. So it was a lot of fun. Was it scary at all? Um, I'm pretty comfortable with public speaking, so wasn't uh, wasn't too nervous, but there's always a little rush when you're uh, speaking in front of other, uh, you know, highly qualified colleagues. So That's true. That's yeah. a good point. Neil, 
your experience? So I think as entrepreneurs, we could probably talk about our companies for hours on end and someone would have to tell us to shut up <laughs> before we would. Um, so being able to do it in three minutes was very interesting because you could just then focus on the aspects that you think the audience really needed to know to just, you know, walk away and come back to you with more questions. And was there anything that you would have liked to take over for on it? Or were you happy with how it all worked? I think I was generally happy. We've done these presentations a few times over. Um, I guess what was also interesting is the location where the event was held was exactly where I had law school, when I went to law school. Uh -huh. And in fact, I had classes in that very classroom. So it was a little weird sitting, <laughs> sitting there in the back six years ago and then now presenting on a company I started. Alma, your turn. As entrepreneurs, you know, we're told from day one, refine your ele elevator pitch. Um, and an elevator ride can be less than three minutes. So I think we all have pitches that are tailored to different periods of time. And the trick was trying to read our audience and put together a presentation that got across the core concepts of what we were doing, both on the product side and also with our business generally, and fit that into three minutes um, and get as much in there as we could. But there are a lot of friendly faces in the audience. And I think it was a pretty fun experience all around for all of us to see each other up there. And the last question for all of you, and I'm going to start this one with Nihal, is aside from telling everyone that they should get involved with Codex at Stanford, <laughs> what advice would you have to someone who might be facing that kind of a event where they have a short amount of time and any other advice that you would give the folks that might be coming behind you? So you get to go first and then we will go to the right. Sure. Um, I think it kind of goes back to what I said earlier, is just keeping it as simple as possible. As entrepreneurs, again, you want to get into the weeds, but the more high level you present this initially, the problem, the solution, the easier it is for the audience to grasp it. And that also goes to building a legal technology company. Lawyers tend to be a little risk averse. They have ethical obligations in adopting technology. So find an area where you can really solve a core problem, keep it simple, and approach it that way and try and build a company that's revenue generating first rather than just trying to solve some sort of problem that isn't of as much value to attorneys. Now, one of my main things is to get all of you to stop using the word solution. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's actually a real reason for it, because jargon like that builds walls instead of bridges. So I suggest to everyone that they be very careful about using And revolutionary is so overused. 99% of the pitches I get tell me how their things are revolutionary. If Steve Jobs isn't in it, it ain't revolutionary <laughs> at this point. Alma, to you, what advice? I think effective visuals. Um, so this ties back a little bit to what Nahal was saying in not getting too caught up in the weeds. I think that it's true for your presentation as well. You want effective visuals in your presentation, and I think that helps the audience stay with you, especially when you have such a time frame where they're not distracted reading a lot on your slides and trying to overlap that with what you're saying. You want your slides to be very simple and then elaborate a little bit and then move on to the next slide so that you can get as much in as possible, but effectively. I think that's a really good point, and I noticed it also that there were at least two people who were using notes if you're doing three minutes, you've got to have it memorized, period. It's really, really distracting to see someone checking their notes. You get the last word. Go for it, Ned. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, I would say if you can, and this, again, goes back to building the company itself, kind of building in a personal narrative. So showing why you're qualified uh, to talk about the problem, some of the pain that you felt along the way. And I think the other point is it's helpful to know your audience. So Ebrevia's products also include commercial real estate applications and corporate legal department applications, but we tried to 
focus this uh, presentation more on the, the law firm piece. Thank you for just wonderful information. And just like the event, it was quick and very high calorie. And before I let you go, let's start with you, Alma. Tell us how our listeners can reach you if they would like to do so. Please visit us at allegorylaw.com and sign up for a demo, and we'd be thrilled to show you our product. You can also reach us at altlegalaltlegal.com, and there's live chat, so you can always engage with us right then and there. And we're at uh, ebrevia.com, and our Twitter handle is at ebrevia. Well, we've reached the end of the road. I want to thank our guests today for joining us, and I want to thank our listeners, too. If you like what you've heard, please rate us in iTunes. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. I'm Monica Bennett. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank <laughs> you.